0: Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress, and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at positivelyproductive.com resources. A word of the year is a bit like having a theme for the year. You can do whatever you want throughout the year, but when life is swirling around, distracting and discouraging you, that word reminds you of your path. As a creative, you may want to think of it as a through line for your story, connecting your theme or your plot as your year unfolds. Just as a character arc occurs in a story, how you relate to your word of the year will change as the year progresses, and that's a good thing. But the simplicity of one word allows for your growth and revised perspective without having to change the word. However you look at it, it's a technique that is grounding and guiding. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zaratni, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management helping overwhelmed clients make space for what matters. Join me each episode as we explore ways to live a more proactive, productive life with topics and guests that speak to simplifying self-awareness, systems, and so much more. I understand overwhelm personally as a fellow multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, And breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. And although words may not be sufficient enough to express how much I appreciate you, they can do some amazing things for us to guide us to our goals. And that's what we're talking about today. At the end of the year, I shared episode 136 Reflections instead of Resolutions and explained why believe there are better options for goal setting than resolutions. Setting goals and addressing habits are key to achieving what you want, but somewhere in between is one of the biggest challenges we face. Choosing the right thing each day. The right tasks and projects, the right opportunities. It's asking yourself, will this action take me closer to or further away from my goals? one of the easiest and most effective ways to help with that is to have a guiding word to use for these choices. Yes, one word. I realize you might have a word, air quotes, in mind for the last couple of years, but I don't mean that one. I mean a word that describes an intention for how you want to show up each and every day going forward. Your word of the year becomes a filter to help you decide what action to take and helps put you in alignment with your values and goals. The other benefit is that it helps you focus on one thing at a time instead of trying to do too much. And that is a brilliant self-imposed limit for you, my multi-passionate overachiever. A word of the year is a bit like having a theme for the year. You can do whatever you want throughout the year, but when life is swirling around, distracting and discouraging you, that word reminds you of your path. As a creative, you may want to think of it as a through line for your story, connecting your theme or your plot as your year unfolds. Just as a character arc occurs in a story, how you relate to your word of the year will change as the year progresses, and that's a good thing. But the simplicity of one word allows for your growth and revised perspective without having to change the word. However you look at it, it's a technique that is grounding and guiding. Before we dig into how to choose one, allow me to address the challenge, the elephant in the room, if you will. <laughs> That's the challenge of every multi-passionate out there, including me. How? How? how do you choose one word? You know how I'm always saying to you, don't make me choose. This is like the one exception. So first of all, you don't have to. You don't technically have to choose one word if that really doesn't work for you. Maybe you choose a set of words, a mantra, or a phrase. If that suits you, I promise not to call the word of the year police on you. I would advise that you select words, however, that complement each other in order to have a set that guides you in the same direction. You just don't want them working against each other. What you might find, though, is as you consider your options and put it into practice, one word may become the highlight or the one you start with. And that's wise because it is a simpler approach. As I describe how to choose one, you'll see how you can work it to have many options within only one word. Sometimes it's a matter of trying it out and not being afraid to change it if it doesn't work. I started off 2018 with three words, but a little over a week into January, I found one of them worked best and I just kept going with that one. I will share my words with you that date back to 2015 I have notes on that, plus some additional notes on some bonus ones for prior years. But first, let's go over how you can come up with your own. To choose one, ask yourself, what could I use more of or less of in my life? What characteristics would I like to have? How do I want to help others? How do I want to show up? You can take these questions plus the reflective questions that you have been working through with the Reflections, Not Resolutions episode 136 and also episode 137 on vision boards. There were some great questions in that episode as well. All of those answers are going to bring up some keywords for you. I want you to find those words that inspire you and then check the definitions. They might surprise you. Also, use the thesaurus for alternatives until you find ones that feel the best. Then you can start to narrow it down from there. You may find other options and connotations and multiple meanings that inspire you. Having those as a reference can help you select the best word and extend how you use it throughout the year, and I'll give you an example of that. Also, I'm a sucker for a good double entendre, or at least a good double meaning because it gives you options and perspectives despite, again, it being a single word. Once you choose your word, keep it near you. Repeat it, share it, display it. You can put it on your vision board. In the last episode, we talked about vision boards. Your vision board is an ideal place for you to put your word of the year and corresponding images to go with it. So my words, Well, before 2015, I think I was dabbling with it, but I didn't have it locked down and I didn't have notes on it. But I do know that some main focus words for me were things like health, balance, acceptance, and gratitude. And that makes so much sense because that was during my post-caregiver years. And that was when I was really focused on healing. In 2015, I began selecting a specific word of the year. And since then, these are my official words: 2015, believe. 2016, harmony. 2017, authentic. 2018, purpose. Now, originally, I considered honor, presence, and purpose. But again, a little over a week into January, I decided purpose was sufficient and I went with that. 2019, beyond. I really loved that one. I thought a lot about butterfly and, and kind of like how it would stretch me. I would go beyond who I am and that I could accomplish a lot more than I anticipated. In 2020, my word was reach. And it's interesting because in January, I chose that word and I wanted to reach more people and I wanted to continue that idea of going beyond, but reaching and stretching myself. And in June, 2020, I started this podcast. And now you and I are chatting. I am well over 18,000 downloads and over 130 episodes and loving every minute of it. And that word of the year, reach, that really propelled me to try this. And I'm so grateful I did. In 2021, my word was revive. And I think that was me saying, let's not always reinvent the wheel, right? Let's bring back what worked and I may have left behind because I felt like I needed to go forward and constantly do new things. And my word for 2022 was fit. Now, I had a set of words to choose from in each case, which is how I always start out because I have lots of options and I want to narrow it down. And this one for 2022 jumped out because I was really feeling how selective I wanted to be and needed to be with everything in my life. But I also found that the word offered so much more and I wrote down some notes that I'm going to share with you on why I chose this one specifically. I wrote... I don't mean having a fit, (laughs) though that does indicate laughter and that's on brand for me. I mean fit, like you think of clothes or being strong. Fit means I'll be selective with what I choose for my family and business to ensure what I do truly aligns. It means focusing on my health and focusing on strength in all aspects of my life, but not just to be strong. To be strong in the right ways. And the way I saw that play out was in being very selective with who joined me on the podcast, who I joined in terms of interviews, who I was working with, adjusting my clients, and just taking a moment, like an extra moment, each time I was going to make a choice to say yes to doing something that might be collaborative. Now, Drumroll, please. My word for 2023, ease. The first definition is the absence of difficulty or effort, and I'm definitely down for that. But consider this description that isn't adjectival, but is a verb showing a kind of action. To free from anything that pains, disquiets, or oppresses. To relieve from toil or care. To give rest, repose, or tranquility to, to ease pain, ease the body or mind, to release from pressure or restraint, to move gently, to lift slightly, to shift a little. Can you see how that definition fits my goal as a stress management and habits coach helping clients reduce pressure and take small steps? And how it fits my values as someone who wants to protect others and help them heal? Of course, this also works for me to select things for my family and for me that is inherently less difficult or complex. It reminds me of what I'm constantly coaching you, right, to find the paths of least resistance and do so willingly and excitedly, as opposed to getting in my head about how they might not be valuable. We need to stop valuing complex over simple. It's just not so. There is value for me and for you in ease. I value ease. I mean, the word is in the positively productive mantra, do less, live more, breathe easier. And I'm excited to embrace it for myself and my family as well this year. Now, what about you? What do you want to see more of in 2023? And will you try a word of the year to do it? Remember, you can always change it up as necessary. Some people choose word each quarter. Some people choose a set of words. Do whatever works for you. It's meant to be a guide for a season in your life to keep you grounded and on track. But where you go is always your choice. If you'd like help choosing a word or would like some guidance to start off your year right, let's talk about a coaching option for you. You can do a single session like speed coaching which is like speed dating, but without all the awkward small talk, or a strategy session, which includes a longer session where we take full inventory of your values and your to-dos, and we create an action plan just for you to implement. Or you can opt for the signature coaching package, the most popular package of my clients, which includes strategy and accountability in a month-to-month contract so you can start when you need to and end when you're ready. And you have a choice of frequency of the accountability as well. I welcome you to book a free discovery call with me so we can figure out your best next steps. Go to positivelyproductive.com call. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com slash resources.